Welcome to episode one, two, three of the Misanthropod. I just think that's really fun. <laughs> Wib, how are you? I'm Snipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Drummer Matt, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm Drummer Matt. <laughs> Apparently that's what Yes, you are! <laughs> we're, we're, mm, okay, okay, good, good. We're, we're, stellar run of introductions. I got so fixated on the one two three that yeah. i just forgot my own name it's <laughs> i fine. forgot to introduce myself it yeah, can happen it's fine you know we've we've only done this over 120 times at this point i mean you have no proof of that there is literally archived proof of this mm, I'm, there? yes i'm not sure yeah i don't know um, that sounds fake yeah how, how is everyone doing are we all okay i'm snipe yes but are you okay <laughs> No! <laughs> yeah, okay, not. yeah, that was obvious. <laughs> well, I'm alright, so that's what matters. <gasps> Wib, how are you? Good, good. I'm good, I'm good. I am half full of COVID juice. Oh, lovely. I thought you were going to say cum. <laughs> no! <laughs> I've been sleeping on my side, so, you know, it's like, like a, you know, like when you park on a hill and you, you <laughs> petrol me <laughs> in all cars. Before, like, they just automatically read yeah. zero to kind of, like, deter, like, uh, what do they call the the car suckers? My dad <laughs> used to do that. <laughs> My dad used to suck cars off. So, I, uh, <laughs> yes, I've had uh, my first half of my um, COVID vaccination. Uh, so that was a thing. So 5G isn't fully active yet, but we're waiting. No, the mm. microchips are in there. Bill Gates knows where I am, but I can't I can't have access to 5G yet. Okay. I'm glad that you got it. And like side effects wise? I got z- basically zero. I, I think maybe I, I did get some um, joint pain, like, like joint like kind of fatigue and stuff is supposed to be like, and pain, yeah. aches and pains are supposed to be part of it. I mean, I don't know. You're but, like 46. I'm not. Um, but the big thing is, is that um, the vaccination centre was an hour's walk away. So <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, that's the only one that we have access to because currently it's 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 like old Gmail. It's invite only and to only <laughs> one venue. Yeah. So um, I'm getting mine done on Friday. Yeah. I'm gonna really get fucked with this because it's 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 an interesting barometer because anytime like one of us gets sick. I'll get sick and I will get sick. Like I get really sick because my uh, my immune system is fucking garbage for days. And then Wib's like, "Oh, I've got a bit of a sniffle." <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I'm glad because I don't want to see someone I care about suffer. To get real for a moment, but like, I know it's gonna really mess me up. Well, maybe not because it's not the same as like a regular illness thing, you know. No. It's not quite the same thing. So. I don't want to get a vaccine for a virus I don't have. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've actually seen that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Get Vax. vaxxed, wear a mask, respect social... As if I need to tell anyone in the audience mm. this. We're all fucking sensible individuals. Grown-ups. Um, but yeah, so I, I got that. Um, yeah, it was kind of wild. I got like... I was wondering like, oh, when am I going to get like a note saying that that's the thing I'll, I'll have? And then I got a text message. It's like Bill Gates was already spying yeah. on you. What the fuck? Uh, and then I got a text <laughs> message saying it. And then it was like, oh, um, like tomorrow afternoon. Like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice. <laughs> See, mine's a couple of days away, mm. but like I mean, you were you were saying, because I got a text when I woke up this morning, being like, "Hey, go here and like accept the invitation." And like you were saying that somebody apparently got this like the same day. Mm. And it's like, damn, that's efficient. Yeah, you've you've already had your first one done, haven't you, man? Yeah, I had mine in mid March, I think. Yeah, yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, you you got it nice and early. Yeah, you booked are you booked into the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've got ours, our second jab on the same day. Really? Yeah, I think oh, so. I'll have, to have a look at that. Because it, like, when you sign up for your first appointment, it just auto books you the next one. Mm. You don't at the same time as mm. the, you chose before. Shout out to all the um, NHS volunteers doing all this shit. Yeah, yeah because um, you are fucking saving the world, and we fucking love you, Jesus Christ, folks. Fucking great. And yeah, just oh my god, you're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we should probably uh, get on oh, yeah, to talking the, about the, what, the video the, game and popular culture podcast thing that we do. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh that loud. <laughs> really, this is just an this is just the chat that we have every fortnight, you know? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. people listen to, and it's really nice that people like it. It is, it is. It, it makes, makes me happy. really happy. It's like, oh, especially when your dad listens and he's like, "So what you said about foreskin?" Yeah, that does happen. Hey, Dad. (laughs) Sorry about all the cum. (laughs) Hopefully, we won't talk about it as much in this episode. But you know, you've just jinxed it. it, Nice one. It just Just happens. We don't plan it. Sometimes it just comes up. Anyway, anyway, Matt, what have you been up to in the last Um, couple of weeks? Describe it to us, sweetness. I've done a couple of bits. Well, I finished. um, We finished watching the first two series of Money Heist. I think I mentioned it. Was it in the last episode? Yes, the Spanish heist thing where they try and rob the 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 Spanish royal mint. Um, I think you mean the Spanolo. What? It's a very deep joke. Okay. Uh, it, was, it was from a WikiHow okay, article okay. image, and instead of writing Espanol, oh, uh, okay. they wrote Spanolo, Spaniolo, which is like you only Spanish once. No, <laughs> no it's um, it's the Italian word for Spanish, which was just really weird. So it had Deutsch, English, Francais, Spaniolo, Spaniolo. <laughs> okay, Italiano. So yeah, okay. <laughs> Carry on, money heist. Uh, yeah. So we watched the so. Slight spoilers in the sense that um, the vague stru- um, series structure, but we got to the end of the first series, or I think they I think they're called parts because that's what Netflix does now, apparently. Because it's all fancy, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're still mid heist, so then and I was like, well, there's four parts, so is, are they going to stretch this heist over the whole like all four series? Or and I was like, well, that's going to drag it on a bit. And I was like, oh, I've, I, I just want to see if they do it or not. So I kind of can't be asked if it's if it's going to be you know the four seasons. Like, it's quite it's enjoyable to watch, but I was like. The enjoyment of it was trying to work out if they were going to get away with it or not. And I was like, well, if they just drag this on indefinitely, I kind of can't be asked. But so at the end of the second series is where they, they resolve that heist. And I was like, OK. OK. So that's 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 OK. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, in, in, after watching it all, I, it's a weird one. I recommend it, but we're not going to bother watching the next two series for a while. <laughs> OK. 
okay, that, okay. Which is okay. like, oh, but why would you recommend it? It's like, no, it is good. I'm just kind of want a break from it, if that makes sense. I get Because I think they I go off, I, I presume, they go off and do another heist in the next two series. I... What, in Money Heist? Are you fucking high? <laughs> Wait, I'm the rest sorry. of it's actually a rom-com. <laughs> That's set in a bakery. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's, it's I can't remember Spanish. I'm on the spot. It was going to be a terrible bread pun, but now mm. I forgot the word, Spanish word for bread. That's okay. Someone in the comments will tell us the Spanish word for bread. <sighs> Good. I'm just going to Google it. No one tell me the Spanish word for fucking bread. <laughs> <laughs> Can they tell you how to say fucking bread, though? Mm. I know how to say as, as in to, as in how to I... have sex with with some form of bread. <laughs> mm, probably. Yeah, that's that's home that, that's homework that's for homework. the listeners. Yeah. I know that is not homework for the <laughs> listeners. Don't do this. If you if you speak Spanish, I'm sorry. That wib is just a thing. I'm like, I'm so sick of having to be being the anchor of this fucking podcast, okay? <laughs> I'm having to I'm have to I'm I'm the wrangler. I'm the wrangler of this podcast. I'm wrangling. You see, you can't even manage to maintain a straight man <laughs> bit for like a single sentence. Well, I'm not a straight man. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I mean I don't know what the fuck I am. <laughs> I'm straight. But then don't think about gender, because what Yeah, it gets confusing. It right? gets very confusing. <laughs> anyway, uh yes. <laughs> You were saying spanolo. Um, spanolo. I mean, I wasn't, but you were. <laughs> no, Money Heist is good. It's yeah, it's because they've they're all in this thing, a very high pressure situation for like ten days or whatever. They're playing there. Everyone falls out with everyone. All of the relationships fall apart and then get back together. And it's yeah, it's really interesting watching all the dynamics of it to the point where at the end you're like, okay, so now at this point I'm on the side of two of the people doing the heist. The main character who's do, who's like does the narration and things. So when you, when you start watching it, you assume she's going to be the main character, and actually, she doesn't really have much of a bigger role than the rest of them. But she's but she happens to be the narrator. You like her less and less as it goes through. So I was like, I don't want her to win, but I want two of a few of the people doing the heist to win. But I also want one of the police people to win. But now yeah, that's the first time you'll ever po- say that. Well, yeah, not the main, <laughs> not the rest of the police because they're all the worst. But some of them, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know what I want, what outcome I want from this. And it does, again, slight spoilers. I'm not going to say anything about it, but it is, has does have a big cheesy, almost almost like cliched Hollywood ending, like more than Hollywood ending would be a little bit. Hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, I kind of hoped it would be a after how like complex all the characters are the whole way through you're kind of like oh i kind of was hoping for a bit more than that at the end but that... someone just comes out and goes fellas why are you arguing you can both marry me and then they <laughs> fire guns into the sky i mean but it's in spanish in, obviously. yeah in spanish yeah yeah um the vaqueros come out and they're like yeah and start firing guns in the air but yeah it's it's good and i do i, I do recommend give it a go if you're into the heist thing it's yeah it's a slightly longer payoff than i wanted but also it's so is a heist. Heyo! Um, yeah. Fuck you, I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't suck, know how to react to that. <laughs> suck a dick, that was funny. Um, I hate you both. All you do is, you make me feel bad about myself, day in, day out. I'm not going to be this stifled flame that you keep in the windowsill. I'm busting out. I don't need this repression. <laughs> Anyway, what were you um, saying, Matt? Yeah, check it out. Uh, the other thing we've been watching, after a few recommendations... Well, we've mentioned it before, but I was looking for something that the... I've completely forgotten the name, but the, one of the actors from 
Sense8, which I wouldn't recommend, I think I mentioned. But one of the actors was yeah. really good. She's um, South Korean. And we were looking up at other things she'd been in. And one of the things was Kingdom. And just when we learned that, we had a bunch of people email in saying, oh, you should check out this, like, completely unconnected, check out this South Korean zombie series called Kingdom. And we were like, oh, that's a weird coincidence. So it's been on the list for a while, and we've watched the first couple of episodes of it. And, oh, it's good Plot so far. Twist. It's good. Plot twist. You have an Amazon Echo, and those were all Amazon employees I mean, that listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, potentially, right? I mean, I don't yeah. have one of those, but, I mean, I have a phone, which is oh, wait, essentially you, you the same have, thing. You've had part one of the COVID vaccine. Oh, so yeah, it's already gained. in my blood. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So everyone working for Microsoft. It took a while to like... upload, because I've not had the second dose, so I've not got the 5G enabled, as, as we've mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, so it took no, a little while. I mean, while. I'm... I'm just jealous because I ain't got neither. Yeah. I ain't got the primer nor the actual activation mm, uh, yeah. code. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Kingdom is really good so far. So for, it's, for a, those, it's a South, it's Korean, a South zombie? Korean zombie oh. film, but it's set in like, I want to say like medieval times, but it's a oh. historical thing. So it's set in like, I don't even know what year. And also my, this is, is you know, not a good thing, but my knowledge of like, Korean history is so little. When they were watching it, I was like, with all the um, like, the costumes are amazing. But I was like, I genuinely don't oh, know yeah. if these are like historical costumes or if it's like a you know a parallel world or alternate world or sort of setting. Like it could be a fantasy setting, and it just happens to be made in South Korea, so all the actors and everything are South Korean. But it could be a fantasy mm. setting, and I had we had we're like we have no idea because our knowledge of Korean history is so little. <laughs> um, and we looked into it, and we're like, oh no, okay, it's yeah, it's set in. So yeah, it's cool. It's like a period drama, but also then zombies. But you see, I I I have seen it floating around Netflix, and I've been like, oh, I've been tempted. But yeah, zombies. it's. I know. I was completely so done with zombies, but this is different, and not for the same reason that like, oh, it's a different. It's not like normal zombie things. It's you know, it's actually about the characters and not the zombies. Not which is. Oh, this isn't. <laughs> this isn't like a normal giant monster film. It's about the characters, not the monsters. Yeah. Like, yeah, congratulations, all of them off. Yeah, it's not different. The like, only thing in my heart I have left, I have space left for zombies. Wise is Resident Evil, and even then, that's fucking pushing it. Mm. Mm. But no, this is different enough because it's just such a different setting. Yeah, it's just like, oh, actually, this is this is interesting, and the zombies are—I mean, so far they're they're not the main part of it yet, really. Although I presume they will be at some point. Um, yeah, it's... I mean, as long as it doesn't get into like Twilight of the Dead like levels, where it's like, no, they just want a home, <laughs> and then they let the zombies go, and it's just like, oh no, these zombies aren't good. From see, from what we've seen of them so far, these zombies are not going to do that. Are they are they shamblers or are they runners? Oh, that's a point. We haven't really seen them move that much. We've just seen them like milling about. No, being in very close quarters with people. So we've not seen them like chase people yet. So I don't mm. know. I can't answer that. It's a key zombie question. I'll find out. <laughs> thank you. Please, please I'll do your homework you next time. I will. I will. Yes, thank you. You often find kind of interesting things with like um, a like Asian supernatural horrors and stuff because I think we mentioned it last time. Like the tropes around these things are different. Mm. Well, completely different cultures. But, so like it's how, like completely new to us. So. Like is it, is it um, the Chinese um, version of vampires are the ones that hop around? Xiangxi. Yeah, ah, yeah. They they so. hop because they used to uh, corpses used to have two poles shoved underneath their arms mm. and they used to. So it looked like they were hopping, yeah. which is where it it came from, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah, and not just yeah, different ideas. So you yeah. can get some very it, it's uh, yeah, it's always interesting to see. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm very keen to. I mean, I'd be watching an episode now, but I've got to talk to you, buggers. But 
<laughs> wow. Wow. Not I hear you. I've, I've, got a, I've got a Warhammer model I'd be building if I wasn't talking to you fuckers. <laughs> I have to actually paint a model, Ooh. and I have a time limit, so fuck the Lottiers. Yeah, I do. Admittedly, you were told that you needed to paint it about two weeks ago. Yes, but I have crippling depression and anxiety. That is also true. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Fun fact that isn't fun. It's, In fact, it's the opposite of fun. It's unfun. It is unfun. <laughs> Funnant, you could say. Well, I'm sure. Will we hear more details of this in, when we get to you? Which, which part? The, How I'm not having fun? No, no the painting. The depression? No, the, the painting. No. Because oh, okay. it's secret. Oh, okay. You're a secret. I'll tell you after. Okay, excellent. I'm not even sure it's really a secret. It's not even a fucking secret, though. No. no. <laughs> I just like to feel like I have secrets, Jake. <laughs> okay. A man needs okay. secrets. The last thing I've been doing is uh, is playing a game on the on the VR thingy. <gasps> I've been playing Journey of the Gods, which is like a as much of an RPG as an as it could get on the on the on the VR because the games quite often aren't quite as in depth as like a proper RPG. It seems quite linear so far. So whether you can call it an RPG really, but it's like a fantasy. Is it You've pretty got a, though. It is very pretty. And then it's an art PG. Okay, an art PG. Yeah. <laughs> there's character upgrades and things after you collect items. So there's sort of role playing. Anyway, you're playing as a well, you be end up becoming seemingly a god. And as you go through, you so you're like a person and you've got a sword and shield or a crossbow which is really satisfying to shoot. It has just just an ever so slight amount of like aim helping thing, just enough to because I've played quite a few VR games where it's shooting and it's just, it's actually quite hard to be accurate and it doesn't like it doesn't feel like cheating but it just ever so slightly if you're just gonna miss ever so slightly very subtly it seems to actually because I was just like oh why am I actually like hitting things more often than not in this whereas some <laughs> other games I'm just missing everything I was like oh it's there's no that. way I could be getting better at this <laughs> no no no. But, like, in a really good way. So I'm, I was quite satisfied with that. Um, I could get better, but, you know, I'd rather just enjoy the games I'm playing. Um. Uh, okay. All right. I... Why do I feel that's one of those statements that might be the most controversial thing you've said? <laughs> yeah, well. But it's, like, just so so casually dropped in there. I mean, this is the man that said he wasn't a fan of Ghostbusters, and, ev- and everyone was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing about having, like, any kind of public presence. You can just be like, you know, I'm going to say it. Um, I don't like, uh, uh, I, I don't like popular movie franchise that everyone adores. And you brace yourself for that impact. And everyone's like really reasonable and like, yeah, okay. So it's not for everyone. You're like, oh, that's great. And then you sit there and go, wow, I had to throw a bunch of grapes away earlier. Don't like grapes. And people are like, are you fucking serious? I'm going to come to your fucking house and I'm going to stab you in the fucking shit. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> That's a strong opinion that I didn't realise was shocking or horrifying. But there we go. So I don't think anyone's going to give a shit. The fact that I've pointed it out, people are going to be mad that I said grapes are shit. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's no, the takeaway. No, 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 no. The takeaway Red is... Red grapes, which should be called fucking purple grapes, because fuck you, they're shit. They're disgu- they, are, they are scum. They need to be removed. I like. We should edit them I out. Like red I think grapes. I prefer red grapes to green grapes. Red grapes are way nicer than green grapes. 
I hate both of you so much right now. Because <laughs> they always have crumpy seeds, whereas you get the white seed, the seedless grapes. I don't even like grapes that much, but those ones are, are just supreme. They're better than the strawberry-flavoured ones, anyway. Anyway, Journey of the Gods, Matt. Yeah. So you're a, a, a person and you wander around and you've got a sword and a shield and you have to fight monsters. But as you get... So there's that sort of side of it, which is, you know, hack and slash, which is satisfying, and the crossbow, which is really fun. So both those things are good in VR. It is one where you just, like, just move around like normal. So again, I'm slowly getting used to that. Not like, you know, not teleport around or, or jump within VR. You just use the analog stick to walk. So I have still having to do the, like, trick of just walking on the spot when I move so I don't feel a bit thick. Which is a bit weird, but I'm getting slowly getting mm. used to that. But the twist with this is that you're as you go through, you slowly unlock like god powers, so you can you like hold the like squeezy buttons on the controller, and you go up to like bird's eye view of the thing, and you look into like god mode, and you can you so far I can um, pull up trees from the ground to make them bigger, or like squash them down to move them out of the way, and I can like just re- you just reach your hand up to the clouds, grab on, and then you can throw lightning at things. Which is, which is quite satisfying in VR. Just, you just, this feels very black and white. Yeah, it's Do you that remember sort that of... VR glove they had for black and white where it was you could move it around but you had to click with a mouse because it couldn't, like, click? Y- yes, that yeah. was that motion-sensitive hand thing before motion-sensitivity huh. was good. Yeah, I've never actually played black and white. So this could just this could well be just, like, a, a copy of it, for all I know, to be honest. Um, it, from what you've described, it is very not. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Um, black and white one's a bit frustrating. Black and white two is less frustrating, but is also less unique. Mm, um, okay. So if you're going to play one, I'd probably say black and white two. You'd get it's more less buggy for now of, but it's also the less interesting one as well. It's a weird. Also, they're very hard. You can't skip cutscenes. Also, I just want to say, like, even frozen grapes, I think, are really bad. <laughs> okay, let's let's put no, the no, grape no, no. discourse behind us. No, we can move on. No, from this. I can't get over this. It's like, why would you have grapes when you can have any other fruit? Look, I'm not sitting there saying why are that they grapes a berry? are the most. They grow on a vine. I'm not going to say that grapes are the, are the superior fruit or anything, but I am saying. That it is perfectly okay to like red grapes. No, it, it it is, but they should be like deleted from like humanity's collective knowledge and thrown into the sun. Look, they they are they are endangered, and we should we should just let them die. Quite frankly, um. nature has proven that that white seedless grapes or green grapes, which is what they should be fucking called, are superior. Uh, don't just sit back and look at me like you're my fucking therapist, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Do you talk to Jim when I'm not around? I'm just. Do you actually talk to my fucking therapist? When I'm, I'm just. Around? I'm just letting you talk. I'm. I'm just. I'm letting you get to the end of this path. Right. Okay. I'm not actually Matt. Carry on talking about the video game. Okay. Yeah. So far, it's it's good. It's it's got a good mix of um, hacky slashy things. The monsters are quite varied and fun. You have to kill them in different ways there's one that's like you know it's a it's all shieldy up and it opens up its shield to try and shoot you so you've got to get it then and another one shoots a thing at you which you've got to shoot to try and stun the other thing before you can attack it and yeah it's good so far hmm. um it's it, like i said it's like it's nowhere near the depth of a proper he says in whatever that means the proper rpg but so far enjoying it if you want a hack and slashy one, and a crossbow is quite good fun to shoot with. You just have to pull a lever to reload it. It's little simple things, right? If this was just like a keyboard and mouse game, I'm like, all these things are like, oh yeah, it's really fun to swing a sword around. You're like, well, yes, that's just how the game works. But with VR, you're like, all the basic things, 
they can feel really satisfying. Yeah, just just the things that are like the the standard video game: swing sword, <laughs> yeah, shoot, shoot gun. gun. Yeah, exactly suddenly right. become so much more immediate. Just, yeah, as soon as I was saying it, I was just like the words coming out of my mouth. I was like, wait, I'm just saying you play the game like a game, but because it's a VR game, that makes it special apparently. But <laughs> it can't. It, it it does. It's it also doesn't, but it does. Mm. I know I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Okay. Um, snipe. I'd like to retract my earlier statement. Red grapes can stay because red grape juice is the bomb. Okay. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad I, that I'm yeah. glad that this is the end of your character arc for this, oh. this yeah. podcast. Yeah, in- insinuating I have a character. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, drumbly bumbly, lovely with the little tumbly. What were you saying? I was I was passing it over to you, Snipe. It me? It you. I think. I mean, we. It was originally supposed to be me oh. that goes in the middle. Oh, I'm but, very uh, sorry. But it's fine. Everyone hears you talk all the time. So, yeah, I know. You know. Yeah. yeah. Wib, what have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I've been up to a few things. Um, must be fucking nice. Uh, so to do so, uh, to mention something that I mentioned last time, um, I have watched more of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, so. I did just want to say that I, I mentioned last time that I had some concerns with it about where it was heading. Uh, I just want to say that the last couple of episodes have addressed that stuff a little. Okay. Oh, this, this is the one where the baddies are actually kind of goodies. Or it seems that way. That, that Where the baddies are, are just... So it's like, oh, we're going to feed the poor. Like, oh. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, the, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> where the baddies are just like, well, I mean, they're just right. <laughs> um, they, they've, um, yeah, they've they've done some stuff, and they've done some stuff that's kind of interesting with the new Captain America, because, yeah, there's a new Kurt Captain Russell's America. Uh, yes, I believe so. Wyatt Russell. Um, yeah, yeah uh, which was, which has been very interesting. And I, I, I am interested to see where they, where they go with that. I, I think it does still... It, I think still some of the problems I mentioned are still going to be present um, through through the end, but they have at least made an attempt to address the points. Hey, so, I mean, you're not numb for trying. Yeah. This is the thing, like, when I said all that stuff last time, it was with the acknowledgement the series was halfway through. Like, yeah. Mm. It wasn't yeah. done yet. Um, well, I say halfway through, I think it was like three episodes done at that point. Um but yeah, uh, I've also been watching uh, a series that's been on Amazon Prime, which is Invincible. Huh. Um, which I can't remember. Have, has any of us mentioned that before? I don't know what it is. It's probably, but it's presumably a visual media. It it is indeed a television show. Well, there we go. <laughs> um, no, I haven't heard of it. But yeah, it's based on uh, a comic book by um, what's his name Kirkman, who did um, Robert War- Kirkman. Ro- yeah, who did, oh, he did um, uh, Walking Dead and Battle Pope. <laughs> oh, I love that we go to Battle Pope <laughs> rather than the multi like tiered entertainment franchise that is Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was immediately like, oh yeah, Battle Pope, that guy. Yeah, he's going places. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he did a, 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 a superhero series called Invincible. Oh, wait, is, yes, yes, I, I know of this. I've um, seen a lot of memes where it's like some guy with black hair and a yellow suit yeah. with like bug eyes. His name is Invincible. Well, that's not a very Well, his name's name. actually Mark, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is he the one with the exc- but... exclamation mark on his chest? In the no, it's that's a, the fighting evil uh, mascot for our band, <laughs> Drummer Matt. He's not got an exclamation mark, it's an eye. 
Uh, it's drama, an upside down exclamation mark. Yeah. will only watch uh-huh. TV if he is upside down. Ah, okay, oh, true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I think I have some um, of these comics, actually. And that's, that, I, was like, I was trying to wonder, I was like, why do I recognise that name? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Um, what, Mark? <laughs> it's a very common name, actually. There's, there's a lot of people called Mark knocking around. Oh, um, but yes, off. the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I got to remember to tell me to piss off. The show is interesting, um... Not not perfect. It is some stuff that's like a little bit like eh, like occasion. The animation is sometimes quite good, and occasionally, every now and again, there'll be a shot that's very cheap looking. Like that's not to throw shade at the animators because they will just be working with whatever budget they yeah, have. Yeah. But you know, you can tell there are certain bits where they were like, "Ah, we can just tween that bit." Um, How's the plot on here? Because it feels like it's aimed more at adult audiences. Uh, considering all the blood and cussing, yeah. Um, okay, does it have anything as um, as strange as Batman Beyond's um, main character's origin story? Uh, uh, God, it's going to come back to come, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Seaman has not featured in, in the plotline yet. To yeah, drama, drama Matt, would you no, like me to inform you? No, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. I want to quick <laughs> bullet point. If if drama Matt's curious, he can say no. I mean, I feel like I can't at this point. Well, I mean, you always can. Yeah. Okay. But for Is the that sake, a no, of, or a yes? no, for the sake of, of the audience and the list, the, the dear okay. listeners, I feel like they should okay. know. I suppose. Okay. So the Suicide Squad woman, Amanda Waller, decides that. Batman's going to get old and stop fighting crime eventually, so she steals his cum and injects it. Is, and hang, like, hang on, I feel like we need more details of that. She steals his cum. Yeah, how? I don't know, it's rude to ask. <laughs> so she steals his cum and gets it genetically modified so that if you inject someone else who produces sperm, it basically makes bat sperm take over that person's sperm so that when you, when you shoot a load and impregnate someone, it's actually just Batman's kid. Well, and that's, that's that's where Terry McGinnis came from. Yeah, and like she was literally so gonna get Yeah, she was go- she was also she also hired an assassin to kill um this guy's parents at the, around the same age at the same kind of time because they were like, Well, we did we did inject him with the cum change the bat cum changer so that you know he's like genetically like batman's son but that's not what makes a batman it's like unresolved childhood trauma does that so let's do that and then they don't because they were like oh fuck maybe this, that is a bit far maybe that is a bit too far so yeah <laughs> the cum was fine but no <laughs> yeah the, the bat cum was fine um yeah no there, that has not shown up in invincible i'm very glad um, it's 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 been all right so far um there's been some very, uh, very um, fun little moments and fun characters. Um, you know, what the... it, I will say it does remind me a bit of the Tick, like the cartoon. Uh, no, no, not no, really. no. I mean, like visually, it's just very, very striking, very primary color. Uh, I can, I can maybe get that. Like everyone's kind of an off-brand superhero, so. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, main character's dad, who is also a superhero, um, is, uh, voiced by, um, what's his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, so that's Oh, fun. get me pictures of my son. Yeah, Because so, I want to put them so on my good. wall, because I'm proud of him. Uh, I'm genu- I, I genuinely really do want to see where they're going with a lot of the stuff. I don't, I don't want to spoil any of it. Um, 
But yeah, it, it's cool. Although there is one thing about it that does kind of bug me. And that is that they introduce each each episode um, by having someone about to say the word invincible and then the title card comes up. Which a couple mm. of times works out really well. So, you know... Um, main character, someone going, like, when he first dons the suit, and they're like, who are you? And he's like, me? I'm it. I'm And then he's about to say his own name, and then the title card comes up with Invincible. Okay, that one works. But as the episodes go on, they have to get more and more tenuous to get <laughs> someone to say the word Invincible. <laughs> Even though there is a character called I really wanted to be it. someone who's like, oh god, like, wearing this cloak makes me feel like I'm nearly invisible. And then it pops up, and it's like, oh, no, 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 that was the wrong word. <laughs> like, nearly. It's like it pops up for a split second, like they've got the, the, the finger on the button. Mm. But no, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's it's doing some interesting things, and I, I am, I, I am I'm watching it, and I will see where it goes. Yes. Um, in non, um, in non-TV show uh, news, I have played some videoed games. Ooh. Quick bragging. Um... I mean, hell, we, we finished playing through Fire Warrior on stream, didn't we? Uh, yeah. I about that. Um, yeah, we, we finally played um, the Warhammer 40,000 game Fire Warrior all the way through. Um, yeah, the, the, the game really falls apart at the end. Uh, the final boss is really bad. Yep. It gives you zero feedback on if you're hurting it. And indeed, most weapons do not appear to be able to hurt it. Yeah, a lot like rocket launchers and stuff seem to go right through it. And you're like, hmm. Okay. Okay. But then it turns out all you got to do is just unload like four clips of minigun ammo into it. And then it just dies. But at no point does it tell you that it's go- that it is even being hurt. There is no visual indication of it taking any damage whatsoever. So not that flinching, was... not blood. So that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I did, actually, did they I just still not think the game is to get that far. Evidently not. I think maybe not. I do still feel that the game is somewhat unfairly maligned. It is a pretty. It is just incredibly average. Yeah, it's a pretty average shooter for the time. And um, I think if they hadn't have spent so much money on uh, famous voice actors, well, famous actors, then you know they probably would have like fixed it up good. I don't know. I, I'm actually okay with the last hour being a bit toss it because we've got um, Tom Baker, Brian Blessed, uh, Burt Kwok, and Sean Pertwee. It's pretty mm. solid. Pretty like, fucking solid. Th- those are, that's actually a real solid voice cast, and I'm totally d- I'm okay it with is, it. It is, but also I, I, I don't think that... <sighs> I know, I know. Um, but yeah, I've been playing the new Binding of Isaac expansion, Repentance. Ooh, how is it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good because um, I've played a lot of the Binding of Isaac. <laughs> a lot. Like, n- you've got real platinum god. Yeah, I have got real platinum god. Yeah, that um, does, anyone who knows anything about Binding of Isaac knows that that's that's an insane achievement. It's it, it's honestly not. It, it's nowhere near as hard as you it know, used to be. You, you know, speaking of that, I was always also thinking the Hell and Hell mode is just too easy <laughs> in, in Devil May Cry. Um, compared to some people, I I have I have played it a lot, but I I've still only played it under seven hundred hours. Meaning well, that you're a filthy casual. <laughs> meaning that there's there's people who really like Binding of Isaac, and then there's Binding of Isaac players. You know what I mean? No. Some people have thousands of hours playing the game. Um, um, 
but anyway, so I've played it a lot, and so, uh, but I hadn't, and I'll, it's a game that I'll keep coming back to and just playing, I'll play like a few hours of here and there, like, I've always got it installed for that reason, you know. It's it's a good uh, podcast kind of game for you. Yeah, just something to chill out playing. Now, um, this expansion has has somewhat lessened its ability to be a relaxing game to play because it's a lot harder. Oh, good. Um... Like all the stuff they've added, like there's new areas that you you have access to, and some of the enemies and bosses in there are they move in weird ass ways that are actually quite difficult to get your head around, and they've rebalanced a lot of items and things. Like, um, so in the final area that you will get to in a normal playthrough of the game, where you'd fight either. Um, Isaac or the Lamb. There's um, in in the in one of them you have to like pay. You get lots of chests and you use a keys to get inside them, and that's the payment. Um, but in um, the one where you'd fight the Lamb, you wouldn't get. You'd just be able to open cases and they'd have shit inside them. Um, whereas now you have to like sacrifice hearts when you're there. Uh, to get items, which means that suddenly it goes from a a lot of free items to make the final fight a lot easier in the final area that's quite tough. Easier. Now you've got to sacrifice hearts to do it. So Ooh, it's just so it's overall been made... And... Yeah, it's been made more difficult huh. to just generally yeah. play. Uh, I, as such a lot of people I've seen are not super happy with the expansion. Understandable. Like, I'm okay with it, but that's less because of me thinking that the changes are good and more just I've played enough of it that I'm just happy to have a change you know yeah a new challenge yeah so like i'm okay with it but yeah i've unlocked the two new characters well two of the new characters because how many have been added or is that a good question uh, from what i understand there are two new characters like entirely new characters yeah and they have also added unlockable variant versions for every single character in the game that can also be unlocked um, one of the new characters is really interesting. Um, I've forgotten their names, but it's actually two characters that you control that basically you control at the same time. Oh, yeah. And... So like V Ooh. from DMC Five. No, no. Well, no. I think it is. No, no. Uh, this is where you control both characters using the same analog stick, so they both move in the same thing, but they are separate entities. So if one gets caught up on something. They will get caught up on it, and the other one will keep moving. Huh. So you then have to jam them against a wall somewhere to get them back <laughs> together again. Oh, weird. Um, mm. Yeah, they both have separate health bars, and they collect upgrades separately. Um, it's basically a version of the game that is there for people that thought, you know, I only have to think about eight things whilst I'm playing the game. I'd like another five more. <laughs> Basically, it's it's a character put in there to just shut those people up. Are you one of those people? Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I've done greed mode using that character, but I don't know how. Oh, yes, greed mode. <laughs> Which is the is e- that easier? Standard greed mode's easier to beat in the main game. Yeah. Okay. Um, for those of us who don't play, yeah. thousands of hours yeah. of it. Uh, I, it. A lot of the game is actually taken from um, a mod that was made for the game called anti-birth and it's basically a a they've basically taken that mod and built on top of that and that's what this expansion actually is cool um so yeah some people aren't super happy about that because they're like 
this is this was a mod and now I'm paying for it sort of thing. Mm. I understand. Um, I, understand. That. I understand both sides. Yeah. Um, but I didn't play Anti-Birth beyond like a couple of runs because it was kind of a pain in the ass to install. Mm. Uh, when I when I tried anyway, I, it probably got easier. Uh, yeah, uh, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, uh, it's it's just given me a bunch more little targets to chip away at because all that I had left before was stuff that I personally found nigh impossible, like unlocking the forgotten because that was uh, I hate uh, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, last up in video game news, I, I just wanted to say that um, I, I played um, some Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 on stream the other day. Oh. Uh, mostly because I, I'd found um, some YouTube uh, YouTuber who I've already forgotten the name of. Um, uh, Marcel Voss, I think, um, who does Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 content. And I was like, oh. The internet is truly for This is amazing. There's just this whole, <laughs> whole channels are out there just dedicated to this ancient game that I love. Um, and I found out uh, lots of things about how the game actually works that aren't really apparent unless you oh, dig into the code. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and because I've been watching those, I played a stream of it. And whilst I was streaming it, um, I made a maze that was one block long. So there was the entrance, well, there was the queue, the entrance, one block of maze that was just a straight line. And the exit. So you made a turfed hallway. You, basically. You basically just put grass on you queued the up corridor. To, you queued up to look at a hedge. Great. <laughs> um, and that was remarkably popular. Oh. It, it didn't make loads of money, but it did. It did just do enough to, like, it paid for itself. And I was like, and while I was, I was this, joking. This is, this is how fucking, like... The one percent and capitalists everywhere, <laughs> min max workers like lives. And it's like, be- okay, so you know, we could put them so we could just get the bare amount. Now- Grassy corridor, perfect. <laughs> now, because I've been watching these videos, I was like, I-, I knew enough about how the back end of the game worked. Now that I was like, I wonder if you could actually beat the first level doing nothing but with uh, with the only rides you build are these mazes. <laughs> With just one thing. Please stop calling them a maze. They're Call not, them a corridor. It is technically a maze. Ugh. That is what it is called. Um, so after I finished the stream, I sat down for like two fucking hours um, and <laughs> made the first map of the game, uh, which is Crazy Castles, I think, is, is the first one uh, that you have in the list on Rollercoaster Tycoon 2 Vanilla. Anyway, and I was like, okay, let's try and do this. Um, I built 170 of these mazes, I believe. <laughs> and yeah, I Good. passed the goal. Good. I beat the first level. Um, I did build shops and things, so I had regular shops to help. Oh yeah, you it'd know, be weird if you did It'd be weird if I didn't. Uh, but yeah, um, Did you need toilets worked. or can people just piss on the hedge? No, I did build toilets. I did build toilets. And also if, like, you know, if... People, a lot of pe- people piss on the same hedge, it'll just kill the hedge. Well yeah, but that's why he's got 171 of them. Yeah, so a, a, a bush. Are for you rebranding as like a piss, oh, a piss bush for every customer? No, not a piss bush. Do you remember where we used to live? Right next to my parents' house, there was that piss bush. Yeah, there was a bush anytime, that smelled like piss. Yeah. Anytime there was like it was like the temperature over like fifteen degrees Celsius, it would just reek of piss. Which honestly, the fact that it was next to my parents' house probably should have told me that. Yeah. It was obvious. Yeah. It's like yes, um. every every time it, <laughs> the temperature raised, my father would go out and dump. 
Dumpest piss. Dumpest piss there. He was a bit of a piss dumper. Oh, he was a big piss dumper. Yeah. Couldn't stop him from dumping piss all day. <laughs> but yeah, so I what was. What are you doing, Dad? Piss dumping. Yeah, yeah figured. Yeah, I, I was. I was weirdly proud of my um, self-imposed challenge um, to do such a ridiculous thing, uh, and I think I'm going to try and do some more of them. Um, like, just decide some really bizarre, like. Things. Weird things. Yeah, See weird self-imposed things. I'm, I may at some point stream some of these. That sounds um, like fun. I think a lot of people would enjoy that. Yeah, they'd like to see me build the same maze 170 times. People have already watched you do this. Wait, true, no. true. How... Well, they've watched me play the game enough times on stream, so you know. Yeah. Um, to move away from video games, um, other th- one of the things I've been doing that's taken up a lot of my time um, is I uh, I may have bought a Bane Blade. <laughs> and... You can neither confirm nor deny. And have been building a super heavy for my Rebel Grots. <laughs> um, yeah, that is a thing, what I've been doing. And also, like, I just want to put a very, very gentle and friendly reminder, or statement. Wib knows what he's doing to his tank. So, just don't suggest stuff... <laughs> Because <laughs> cause he's, he's got it all mapped out As sweet as it is to suggest stuff Don't Because it's stressful um, And if you have, then naughty You've been naughty <laughs> um, But yeah, so I have been, I have been building that um, My painting log is going to be super fucking short this, this month Because <laughs> Hi I, everyone, I painted half of this uh, Bye Well, no, it's like, well, I, I have painted like I've painted three models but I've spent the last couple of weeks just just modifying a bane blade, yeah, which is no simple task. Because just building it is is a, you know it's a big model, so it takes it take it would take you know just to build it completely out of the box would probably take you a couple of days to build, like regardless. And if you were just doing it like if you only were doing it like a little bit each day, then it would it take you a while. Um, but uh, but I've been heavily magnetizing it. And customizing it for my grots because basically I'm going to be I've made it so that I can run it either as a shadow sword um, because I wanted to run it as the thing with the biggest gun. Yeah, you can out. just look me in the eyes and tell me to go fuck myself with my super heavies, right? And my dreadnought <laughs> army. Now that I have two fucking like, you have two knights have now because I gave you mine. Now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, Let's let's just say that the uh, the big gun of a shadow sword is the sort of thing usually mounted on a titan. Yep. And it gets bonuses for shooting things with the titanic keyword. Yep. And it does two, and every shot that goes through does two d six damage. Yep. Oof. And it can do what, and it can do a maximum of nine shots Oof. per like. Thing because it's a, not a blast I'm starting to see weapon. why you gave me your fucking knight. So, so I <laughs> I gave you the knight before I even planned this. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Because I, I, you know what happens if you break a pinky swear? I snap your fucking pinky off and I eat it. That's <laughs> that's not how that works. I'm pretty sure it was. Anyway, uh, the other thing that it'll be able to, I'll be able to run it as is uh, a kill tank, which is an actual orc super heavy. Um, so I've got like the different weapons and loadouts so that it can be those, it can be either of the kill tank variants or it can be a shadow sword. 
because obviously if I'm do- running it in a uh, matched play game, I wouldn't be able to run it as a shadow sword unless my opponent lets me bend the rules. Um, because they don't share a keyword and it screws with your battle forging nonsense. Because ugh, I legit hate it how the Imperium, like, if you play an Imperial army, you can have, oh, you can have a force that's made of a soup of, like, Imperial Guard... Um, space marines a soup yeah it's referred to as a soup yeah that's actually the term that doesn't sound right yeah yeah <laughs> um i hate soup but yeah it could be like imperial guard and soup. space marine and knights and custodes and sisters of battle you can just have all these things together but if you play like say orcs just go fuck yourself like you have orc stuff and that's it it's because you know imperial's the most like wildly played army so they're gonna make sure that stuff's a bit more refined, just yeah. because more people play. It's it's an annoying. They're suffering from success. Yeah, no, but it just it kind of it just kind of sucks that some races have these options and some yeah, don't. But no, even absolutely. even Eldar can do that with mm. um, with Dark Eldar and um, fucking Yanari. So you know. yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, if you want to see this thing, um, if you check out my Twitter at Wibdos Tweets, I've been uploading progress and stuff of it. And it's nearing completion. And if you follow his um, his eighteen plus Twitter at Wibdos Feet, you get feet pics every day. Um, <laughs> that is not a thing. Maybe it should. Yeah, uh, comment but... below. Do you want at Wibdos Feet, and then just him to post feet pics? I mean, someone at this point has already set it up. So yes, N- yeah. Before we've even edited this <laughs> yeah. and posted Somehow, it, someone's yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> This way, like, we find out that someone's, like, made a secret Twitter that's, like, categorised any time that my feet have happened to show up, like, in okay. a video or whatever. Okay, but there is literally a site called Wikifeet that does that. I know. That. There is I actually know. a site that does that. I know. Yeah. I know. They they rate feet. I know. Yeah. I wish I didn't, but I know. <laughs> uh, one final thing uh, to mention is that uh, we also played our first session of Soulbound. Yeah. Um, the other day. I saw Which, you did this on Twitter, and I have to admit, I don't know what that is. Soulbound is an Age of Sigmar tabletop role-playing game, akin huh. to your Dungeons and or Dragons, oh, cool. but set in the Age of Sigmar world. And mechanically, a little different. And mechanically, incredibly simple. Um, yeah, uh, we won't talk about, we're not going to talk about the full kind of thing properly. Um, Until it's, because like, it's a, like a two, three session jobber yeah so yeah so we'll we'll wait until that's done before we kind of recount the story of what, what's gone on um but uh, i just want to mention it because yeah mechanically it's kind of interesting because it um works by like you you roll um a bunch of you, you roll like a bunch of d6s um to like if you need to like see if you hit something and it is like oh if their um defense is um is like one point better than yours, then it's a five plus, and every five plus you roll is you need yeah, to, yeah and like is, the skill yeah. things like oh you say like my character is a bright mage, so oh I get four dice to roll and I get like maybe an extra one or whatever depending on my uh, my buffs, and I roll them and it's like oh you need two fives because it's a you know mm. and it's like okay. So it's like yeah, and then you get like ex- like you tend to get extra points of damage inflicted for extra successes on a good few things. Yeah, which it's, is interesting. Um, also, Stormcast are broken. Yeah, we we have found out that the uh, not only um, does it 
there are certain, at least at this first level, we don't know how it is going forward, but some characters, wow, are they, do they hit a lot harder than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stormcast, pretty fucking hardy. All their tanks, it's, it's pretty amazing, actually. Um, Spellcast. Uh, like you've got a, a fantasy-based-ish setting, but then just space marines in it. <laughs> Sig Marines, technically. Because, um, yeah, Snipe's playing a, a just a, a human... Um, bright, bright Mage. A uh, Bright Mage. Much to my chagrin. Um, and, yeah, you... I you cut your shit rocked. A boat fell on you. Destroyed. <laughs> we're not going to go into it. Yeah. But fucking hell! Did I like? People were like, "She's going to fucking die." Yeah. Oh my god! Um, First fight, she's going to die. It does seem like because there's a, a we're running off a a standard um, starter module, like starter module, and wow, it does not fuck around. It is brutal. Um, yeah, you could very easily get your party... Um, TPK'd so easy on yeah, that. Yeah, if, if you happen to have... Um, if you didn't have um, some characters that were able to take a bit of damage in your party, I could see that that could get your, your party If we didn't out. have a Stormcast with us, I think we would have TPK'd. I mean, um, Hobby's character was also No, fine. Hobby's character was pretty um, good. I, f- I forget what specific class um, they were playing. Hmm. Um, but it's a type of but silver yeah, we're, we're It's a big talking, tree. Yeah, we're we're still big tree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah, it's quite simple. But I will say that the the rule book for it is written in that um, unique and interesting way that um, the realm of chaos books were, which is where it will convey simple concepts, but spread them about about the book in such a manner that you don't understand them until you actually sit down and try and play them. Because it just explains them so poorly. Um, a lot uh, of flipping back and forth and pages making yeah. no fucking sense. Like, oh, this part of character creation, you go to page 73. And then the next part, page 43. And then the next page, 272. Like, And you just keep going backwards and forwards throughout the book. And then it'll explain like how a part of the rules works like 200 pages earlier than the next part. And it, it makes it quite hard to take in. Um, mm. And it's weird because when you actually get your head around the rules they're super simple like the basic rules incredibly easy to get your head around um but yeah we'll we'll um we'll, we'll talk more about it next time um and yeah um but it does seem quite fun and it's quite quick um to go through and do stuff so yeah yeah and if you want to see your characters get horribly mutilated fucking go for it yeah <laughs> all i'll do is uh put some stuff into reflex and oh my god if you can get something that has more than one armor point fucking do it because yeah. <laughs> wow dude, does stuff eat through if eat through you if you've only got one armor point mm, um yeah Although I am a, a dwarf, uh, a dwarf with a balloon strapped to his back, uh, with a minigun, so that's quite fun. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is me done. So, Snipe. It me. It is you. you. What, my dear, have you been up to? Well, I've been, as Athol mentioned, I have been having a little bit of a shaky time with my mental health lately. Hmm. Um, which... Is not f- the funnest, not but the you funnest. know I've been I've taken up felting. You oh. have, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I made a little flamingo <laughs> called Mushroom oh. from a little kit I got. And Twitter was so nice to me about about little Mushroom that I just basically had a blue screen and couldn't reply for four days because <laughs> everyone was so nice. And then we're like, oh, I love Mushroom. I die for him. <laughs> Which anytime someone says I love X, I would die for Y. Uh, I would die for them. 
it takes every ounce of strength in my fucking mighty body to not turn around and go, you don't have a choice. Because it's just, <laughs> mm. it's the funniest response in my head. But also, if you're not like, like in like in-person friends with me you're gonna think that i'm threatening you <laughs> and i'm gonna fucking murder you or something so i always worry um but yeah no that's been fun it's it's really really fun i, I tried crocheting and that shit was tedious i hate it um but no felting is great because you just stab a bunch of like uh like floofy wool and then it turns into like a pokeball or a, a little. I've made a bunch of things. Yeah, like the, Like after you followed like a guide to make a flamingo, like you instantly then well went out, got some more wool stuff, and then just made a lunar pea from um, Sailor Moon. Sailor yeah, Moon. which is just like it's a little cat ball like device. And I was like, yeah, I can just do this. Yeah. And it's just it's really nice because I mean it does have a high skill ceiling, but the entry to it is very easy mm-hmm. um just because it's especially because like you know with with, with the pre-made kits because i got a pre-made flamingo kit because of course i did it it's like literally just like like instructions on a postcard it's like oh you know gently like pull the wall apart um and then just repeatedly with with one of the needles just keep poking it you know until it's like you know and the more you the more you stab it the 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 denser and more matted it'll be and the less, of course, the fluffier it'll be. And it's just like, this is really cool. And you kind of build off it. It's, it's yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And it's been, you know, keeping me, keeping me happy. Because it makes me feel like I'm doing something new and interesting. Because mm. I am. And oh, then nice. I did a hiccup. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that's been fun. I've been having fun with that. Um, I've been listening to a new horror podcast, yes. surprising Ooh. fucking no one. Uh, it's called The Wrong Station, and the guy who... Is it anything like The Wrong Trousers? Yes. It's a oh. 1-1 recreation of it. Oh, wow. But is there's there a murder. Yes. Cool. Is there, is there the train set scene with the dog yeah, and laying it's weird, it down? Because all you can do is hear it, and you're like, well, I guess that's laying track as you're kind of going on no you idiot <laughs> legit if, if you played me the sound effect of grommet laying down the track i'd be able to tell you what it was i instantly. think it's it's so it's as much of an institution as like warhammer is mm. for for english slash british youth yeah i'd also just like to uh, put it out there um throughout this podcast um if you hear any bumps uh, or weird noises um our neighbors are either I think they're not wrestling. Sh- I think that sounds like a powerbomb to they're, me. They're wrestling or trying to read. I'm not sure which. Maybe they're doing both and that's why there's so much violence. I mean, we just don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if, if any of that yeah. ends up in the final edit. Because uh, they just are being fucking noisy, apparently. Because we're the only ones who actually understand that, you know, other people fucking live here. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, not a, it's not like a horror anthology podcast. Like old guards of Appalachia. It's uh, it's just like a collection of random stories told in a very similar kind of way, hmm. where it's like, you know, the the guy, the main guy who does it has such an American, like, 50s TV voice. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, well, hi there. Please, come in. Have a seat. Can I get you a cup of coffee? Maybe some bourbon? <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, that's really charming. <laughs> and he does bring in the occasional, like, extra person. But yeah, and it's it's kind of just, like, recalling spooky stories and stuff. And it's like, no, that's cool. Or it's, like, addressed where or it's addressed to the listener. And it's like, 
you know, so like it's kind of set up so it's like, oh, come in, you know, I'll help, I'll help, I'll fix you a drink. I don't mind helping, you know, helping you, uh, you know, get in contact with someone, you know, getting a flat tire on that road still, you know, that kind of mm. thing where it's kind of like they're, they're addressing you, the listener, which is, I dig it. That's cool. Yeah. And yeah, I've just been enjoying that a lot and it's cool. very fun, but yeah. Um, I have been doing other things, I swear, <laughs> but it's just not new stuff. So, it's okay. um, I watched the movie Prospect and I love it. Okay. So those of you who are very eagle eyed might notice that I'm on a bit of a Pedro Pascal kick right now. Really? I hide it well. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, no, I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally... To the point where I get, like, every other day, I get someone pretending to be Pedro Pascal PMing me on Instagram, being like, hey. <laughs> you do, and sometimes they get really petulant when you, call, really when you, when you call them on their lies. Yeah, I'm it's like... It's very funny. I'm like, uh, when I did, I spent fucking, like, 15 minutes on that Photoshop to send to that lady who claimed to be his personal manager where it's like I photoshopped a uh, Instagram DM that made it look, and it was very well done, I will say, tooting my own horn. You, you, uh, you have a lot of experience with Photoshop. You can do a convincing fake. Yeah, and it was just me basically talking to Pedro Pascal's official account going, hey, this lady's pretending to be your personal manager, and then me <laughs> replying to myself going, what? Okay, I've not heard of her. Yeah, could you do? Could you sort that out for me, Frankie? And I was like, "You got it, Pedrito." And yeah, I sent it to her, and she panic blocked me like immediately. <laughs> it was really fucking funny. It was, honestly, I was really upset. I was really hoping she'd double down, but then another person messaged me, and they were, "Oh, I just want to give back to my fans," and I'm like, "That's interesting that you say that. Like, what? Like, what? Yeah, because oh, what's it? They said they were like, "Oh, yeah, I just want to give my fans some closure," and I'm like. And what is that supposed to mean? And then they got like, like, oh, I can't, I can't chat to my fans. Is is the you know what is it illegal now? And I was like, no, but impersonating a uh, public figure absolutely is. And they were like, you know what? Do you know what? To hell with you! I wanted to talk to you as a fan, but now I'm just gonna block you, bitch. And I'm like, yeah, as if I didn't need any more convincing <laughs> that this isn't who you say you are. It's, oh my god, I get so many people in my DMs mm. being like, hey girl, I'm getting harassed by some people who are pretending to be like a um, like a gay organization going, hey, we're looking for brand ambassadors. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I, I, just, I just like started responding to them with the why the fuck you lying picture <laughs> of like your gif, you know, and just blocking them and reporting them because they're so fucking tedious. It's like, ugh. It's annoying. Yeah. It's really annoying. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Prospect is a movie. Um, it's a sci-fi, and uh, it's it's quite a claustrophobic one. There's not many characters in it. Obviously, Pedro Pascal is in it. Um, all the acting is really good. Like every actor in that is top-notch, very very good. Um, and it's it's it feels like this is like you know those kind of movies or like bits of media where you jump in and you're like fuck this is a whole like universe mm. that i've just been plopped into i i there's so much i don't know a very fully realized very world. yeah and like yeah so it's like it starts off with c and her dad uh she's like 14 15 year old kid 
Can, can I ask you something? Yes. Is this something that I should watch, given that this is a sci-fi thing? Yes. You okay. should watch it, because it is real good. Okay. Can I ask you a favour, then? I won't spoil anything. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's basically, um, as it says, Prospect, it's about, like, a father and daughter team who are going to, um, going to this planet to get some um, resources and bring them back so they can hit pay dirt, basically. Um, and and wacky sci-fi adventures go happen <laughs> along the way. Um, and like, I think it hit a lot of chords with me personally. And this this is probably not going to affect a lot of other people like this. Um, but it's like at the ending, like, like I, I, after after watching it, I just had to sit down and fucking cry, oh. and I cried hard. And it it it. <sighs> It wasn't like, oh, this is so sad. Uh, and it, you know, it wasn't angry to. It was, it was, very hard to explain. But like, yeah, I just got like, there's there's a few things in that, and I'm just like, this it, is this hits fucking hard. It, it hit a few nerves. It, it really struck a few nerves that I didn't know were still that raw. But there we go. Mm. Um, brilliantly acted. I the characters are so good. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Prospect. Go watch it. Do yourself a favor. It's fantastic. And I'm not going to spoil it because Wib's <laughs> like giving me the cute puppy dog. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really fun. And it's that kind of sci-fi where everything is a bit shit. So I know you'll love it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the, the <laughs> dilapidated future. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I realized there's something I really meant to mention and I completely forgot to note down. Yeah. Um... Because it, uh, I don't know. Uh, this might be something that Matt might like. Um, is it at Wib's, Wib does feet? It is not um, at Wib does feet. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've talked before on the podcast um, about um, a guy called Jeff Rosenstock, who oh, yes. is a um, oh yeah, he's badass, a musical he's artist who I am a, bomb a very big guy. Bomb the music industry. Yeah, he was in Bomb the Music Industry and Arrogant Sons of Bitches, and he's um, been um, doing a lot of stuff recently as his own like solo project although it's really just a band that's named after him well actually the band is called death rosenstock (laughs) when they tour that's what they go under that's real um but um they the last album that was released was called no dream and that was released was it i think it was last year sometime honestly time is time is is mean time is is an irrelevant construct It's worm time, baby. On, on April the first, because uh, because uh, his band, you know, he used to be in Arrogant Sons of Bitches, who were a straight ska punk band, and then he did Bomb Music Industry, which also started off as kind of a ska punk thing, and then eventually kind of morphed into into a more kind of just regular kind of punky thing. Yeah. Um, but he uploaded a, a, a um, cover art for the album No Dream, but. F- changed so it was scar dream and <laughs> it had like that's it, bad like the, it, the cover image has like a melting house and Ooh, on seen, top of the melting share, house did you share this picture yes or, uh, um yeah and did on, you share it on your twitter yes um and on top of the house is a skanking walt jabsco walt jabsco um, for those of you who don't know if, if you've ever seen like a badly drawn cartoon black and white dude with sunglasses on and a trilby in a suit doing a little kind of jig, that's Walt Jabsko. Yeah. He's basically, like, that image is synonymous with he was, Scar. He was the mascot for Two-Tone Records, if I remember correctly, is his uh, origin point. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and, yeah, 
Um, and everyone was like, ah, that's a, you know, you used to be in a, you used to do Scar stuff, you don't really anymore, but, you know, that's a, fu- that's a fun April Fool's jape. Then on 420, he was ah! like, it wasn't a joke, you guys. And the ho- he'd re-released the whole album, but all the songs were reworked to be Scar songs. <laughs> With awful Scar, because, okay, again, if people aren't familiar, Scar bands are shits with awful fucking Scar puns. Like, the band Battle Scar Galactica... Or get your scar out of my driveway. <laughs> yeah, it's we are awful, awful people. But we, yeah. are, we have like the most normal scar punk yeah. name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they're all changed. Uh, you know, all, all the names were changed um, to protect to, the innocent. You know, to to be a little different. Like uh, the, one of the, the songs off the album, which is called Scram, was changed so that it would have um, a K rather than a C. And the S, K, and A are capitalised in it. That's the level of terrible naming concept we're working on. I would have have changed it to SCARM. (laughs) SCARM. But um, yeah, um, a bunch of uh, other people came, you know, uh, did like little cameos on it as well. So like, um, uh, um, Jeremy of Scartoon Network fame. Yeah, Scartoon Network, everyone go follow them. They're great. Um, They, they, you know, did all the horn horn work on it. So that's, that was really cool. And yeah, um, that felt like a present made specifically for me to take an album I really, I I already really liked from an artist I really, really liked. And give it some scarification. And then remake the whole thing as a scar album it, the, that was a present for me personally i think maybe yeah. like jeff rosenstock is trying to get you to notice him he's like hey web just so you know I jeff you. jeff i have noticed you do not worry <laughs> hey i don't it's like hi this is my husband wib and this is his boyfriend jeff <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I just wanted to mention that because that was just the coolest thing. And I was like, yeah, that is cool. That is very good. Um, I was, I was, a, yeah, I was very happy that that was a thing. What happened? But, um, but yeah, uh, I th- did you have anything more you wanted to say before I rudely interrupted you, my dear? Rudely. No, I, I think that's everything. Go watch Prospect. It's really good. And honestly, I'm getting emotional talking about it. So let's move oh, on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, Matthew, yes. do you have some questions from the lovely, lovely listeners? I, lovely, I do. Lovely, lovely, lovely listeners. And lovely, Snipe. Lovely. Don't you fucking do this. Snipe. Don't you fucking do this. To what me. email address? Fucking cra- you absolute fucking fool. I what swear to fucking God, I email address should the lovely, 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 lovely people <laughs> send their questions to? Only drummermat at gmail.com. Close. The drummermat. <laughs> At gmail.com. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh, yuck it up, Pilgrim. Yuck it up. No, don't make a note to cut that. No, ah! that's staying in. No, no. No, that's staying in. I'm a shit in your fucking seat. No, that's, you that's... a piece of shit, you absolutely nonce. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. What? Uh, yeah, said it's the drama at gmail.com. Gee, yeah. if you knew it, why the fuck did you make me get it wrong? Uh, because I was the one that was doing the introductory uh, phrasing. I'm and pop your kneecaps off. Whoever does that always has to pass it to someone. I hate you. That's the rules. Uh, what are the questions that we have been sent? Okay, okay. So, first up, we've got Mikkel. Hello, Mikkel. What is a colour scheme you guys would like to give, um, try in the future? Presumably Warhammer-based or, like, model-based. Presumably, yeah. Um, I have had a bunch of fire warriors that I've just not really ever done anything with, but I really wanted to have them be, like, black, grey, and red. 
Mm. Um, I got a Vallejo Red. It's a real nice deep crimson. And a couple of coats of that are so nice and beautiful. So I want kind of like, yeah, like that kind of Mm. thing. Because, I mean, with my Tyranids, they're kind of like bone black and like purple and hot pink, (laughs) which is probably the most extreme one I've got. And I I do love it, but I've done it. So, yeah, I can't say Mm. that that's something I'm going to do because I've already done it. Uh, one that I have already made a little bit of a start on, I guess. Um, I've, I've done like two models of it, and is one that I, I'm, I'm like looking forward to finally getting enough models to like actually uh, get some more force together for it. Which is, I was going to do um, Lamenters. Oh yeah, because you're you're an amazing award-winning painter, and you've got to show that off. I technically we are both we are both um, like prize-winning painters. It yeah, is true. <laughs> I'm only good if I can paint fur or pus. Yes. Those are my two speeds. You can paint decaying flesh and fur. Those are the two things you're very good at doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and so, yeah, I've got... Uh, that's, that's something I've, um, I've wanted to do, uh, or I've been wanting to get onto, but I've technically already done a couple models of it, so I guess that doesn't count. I'd um, say that counts because, you know, otherwise you probably won't have an answer. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I would kind of like to do something really, really vibrant. Like like, like my, my, my little gribbles. I guess I would like to try and you make use pink my, work. You want to use my hot pink. Yeah, making pink it. work. Um, I, I would quite like to have a shot of that. It's so fun to mess with. Mm. It's so good. Oh, it's great. And we've got purple wash that is perfect for, like, <laughs> you know, some shadows and depth to it. Brilliant. Gorgeous. <laughs> Love it. Um, but yeah, uh, have you got anything, Matt? I just love to give a go painting with like the the new fangle technique that is inks and washers <laughs> in this day and age. I think I've said before my 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 tower army. It was started. I started painting it so long ago. It's like it's undercoated black, and then I paint the like tau. I think it's like it was tau sept okra. I don't know if that was the old name or the new name for it, but anyway, the tau color over it, and then highlight on the edges with. And they bleach bone on whatever it is, but like it's very much a built up like that. But I don't ink anything to do the shadows because that because all the shadows in between the panels are all the black from the undercoat. So I've just never given a try to any of the inks or washes or the the new um, contrast contrast stuff mm. or anything. Well, I mean, if you do like with your little mustard boys, don't use black because it makes it look filthy. Use like a uh, Reichlin flesh shade. Mm, well, I won't um, change for this army, but like if I if and when I get round to doing a new army. Yeah. Which might happen one day, who knows? I've been talking about it for years, but one day it might happen. <laughs> well, I mean, one day, presumably, your child is going to, I don't know, move out or go to university. So, you know. <laughs> Eventually. She's got to twiddle your thumbs till then. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that's I, what I'd I, will, I will say, um, provided you don't overdo them, because it's very easy to go a bit overboard with them. Um, washers are a really good way of very quickly making a model have a shit ton of more depth. Mm. Um, and contrast is similarly useful, um, but it's not the miracle liquid that everyone thought it was going to be when it was coming out. Are you talking about washes or contrast? Contrast there. I'm sure you say washes, pardon me. I, I, talk, I started talking about washes and then I talked about and I said contrast. I was thinking about pie. You, you were away. Yeah, 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 yeah that's no. my fault. Yeah. That's my fault. You were thinking about no. Pedro Pie Scale. Oh, you know, Violet is like, she is my pharmacist delivering my daily dose of vitamin P. 
she sends me pictures of Pedro Pascal being like, hey girl, <laughs> this is your daily dose. I'm like, I fucking love you, Violet. You so, you, she just gets me, you know? <laughs> also, hi, Vivi. <laughs> Hello. She's going to send me one as soon as she hears this. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, get, I think you would probably get on quite well um, with them once you have had a bit of a chance to play with them. They do make a lot of things mm. a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're used to kind of doing it the hard way. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next up. Oh, my God, that reminds me very quickly. <laughs> I was in, I was in um, a shop the other day and the, um, the guy behind the counter was ringing me up. And he was, it was like maybe a few years younger than me. And he was like, okay, that comes to 469. And both of us went, <laughs> and then went, ooh. <laughs> like, oh shit. Neither of us are supposed to do that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I just wanted to like mention that because it was very, very funny. <laughs> just like, yeah, no. This is, this is, no, we're not allowed to do that outside. <laughs> we're in public here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yes, next question. Um, Panapol Fantastico. This is a potentially serious oh, no. question. Treat it as serious as you want to. Okay. As, okay. As, as an American, having been here around two decades-ish, um, I've been wondering what it's like elsewhere in the world. In brackets, insert joke about healthcare and other issues in the US. <laughs> mm. So, I rather like the climate of Britain. Rain and storms are their favourite weather. So they would like to ask what the pros and cons are of living in Britain. <sighs> yeah, you could, this, this could be either a very serious answer okay. or a fun answer. Up to you guys. Uh, Okay, the government is a fucking puddle of cold piss, but then again, a lot of governments mm. are. Our government is particularly shit, and our political climate is super fucked, and is not going to get better for quite a long time. Yeah, and Brexit's kind of fucked everything, so it's like, um, right now, it's it's kind of a shithole. Also, we're, um, we're just like America, we're, we're um, finding new and interesting ways um, to be institutionally transphobic all the time. And it's... Um, yeah, basically, we're going to yeah. rename uh, Britain to Turf Island. Because yeah. Because it's bullshit. Um, mm. 55% of their days are overcast. Uh, they've got nectar points. <laughs> Quoting Bill Bailey there. From like 20 years ago. God, mm. I'm old. Um, the people are lovely. Honestly, English, like the British people, are, are very lovely, very, very nice. Yeah, very, you've got a bit of friendly. a different perspective because you yeah. weren't born here. No, I wasn't born here. I am an immigrant, so you know, um, it's a lot more kind of like I like Australia. Uh, a lot of personal connections, like kind of like your best friend, you still really don't know much. It's quite impersonal, mm. you know. Well, at least oh. when where I was growing up. Um, and like, over here, people kind of like, you know, they're very, they're very caring. They're very touchy. I noticed that. Like, <laughs> I got like really like weirded out by like loads of, like linking arms. At, like school, I was walking home with girls and they were linking arms with me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> I was just so confused. But yeah, no, the people are amazing. And honestly, they make it worth it. Uh, but Everything about how the country is run is fucking dog shit garbage for twats, and it's probably going to be for a while. Yeah, and the reason that all the people that are so lovely when you talk to them then vote for horrendous bigots and racists and terrible people to lead them is mostly the media's fault. So that's, because our, that's our, fun... new, our newspapers are literally just engines of woe. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, basically, hey, what's like doom scrolling in real life? Go into a fucking supermarket and look at the newspapers. Yeah. Um, and, I, it, and you will immediately 
become depressed if that's something you're interested in. I cannot, in any good conscience, say there is any... Say that it is a good idea to come here right now. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like... I mean, maybe, maybe it's just because being in the middle of it, it feels like a pretty fucking hopeless situation right now being in this country honestly yeah um it doesn't feel like there's any light at the end of the tunnel it i'm i've just spent like 90 percent of my days just fucking pissed off all the time um so yeah uh maybe not maybe not the most positive people to ask hey we uh, have fish and chips though we do a fish and chips which is really nice yeah um i saw someone who voted for brexit like genuinely like nuclear godzilla levels of angry because they voted for brexit because they thought that the eu was stopping them having chips in newspaper and they wanted that back so it's a, it's good to know people have their priorities in order in this country that person could just eat a biro if they want to get ink inside them right oh but yeah, it tastes so much better with newspaper then put them in newspaper karen no, no one's stopping you God anyway, uh, I hope that answers your question. I'm sorry if we depressed anybody. <laughs> we do on the we do on the upside have the NHS until it gets until we don't uh, yeah, de- uh, defunded and privatized. Um, okay, so but... I'm trying to lift people back up um, because Jesus Christ, Warhammer World is here. <laughs> uh, I have a pen that looks like a kitty. And did you buy that here? I did. Was it made here? It was made probably not here, but it cost me a pound, and it is an erasable pen, and it's a really nice pen, and it's got a kitty on it, and I like that. Mm. You can't see it, but it's a good pen. Yeah, it's one of those erasable ones, which is just powered by friction, Mm. (laughs) just like me. (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck (laughs) that means. All right, moving on. Do you, do you have anything to add there, Matt? Yeah, um, Matt? No, nothing that isn't more depressing, and that, that despite all of that, it's still somehow better than a lot. I'm not saying it's the best by any means. I'm not saying this is the well, yeah. By a lot of metrics, it still is. For a lot of various oh, issues, weird. it's still actually one of the better ones, which makes it even more depressing, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it sucks, but it's not the worst, and that is depressing. Mm. So I also today I got a Grogu pencil case. That has a cute little chibi Grogu, and he has like extra ears sewn on, so his like ears are flappy, and they come out in like three D. And it just says on the little pram that he's sitting in, "I'm all ears," and that made me happy today. That was really cute. Good. Yeah. Good. I also saw a magpie. Good. A lot of magpies today. They're very pretty. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's right. let's go to the next co- next question and dig mm-hmm. us out of this hole. Okay, Melange. Is there, a piece, is there a piece of media you've bought for a lark that turned out to be way better than expected? So as an example, they, they bought several records for less than four quid that turned out to be some of their absolute favourites. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, actually. Um, I, su- I, I suppose there's a few games that I've bought in that kind of thing where I've just bought them like on a whim, like... Or like they've come like in a humble bundle or something, and I've been like, "Hey, Crypt of the Necro Dancer was like that for me. That came in yeah. a humble bundle, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is great!" Mm. Like you don't go into expecting it to like love it. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I-, I can't think of one particularly offhand. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's de- it's definitely happened. Have you yeah. got anything, Matt? Um, 
I went through... So the best answer I can give, which isn't a very good answer, is that I went through a... This was in when I just left school and I got like a first li- like you know little job thing and had a little bit a little bit of disposable income and still li- still living at home and stuff. So what I did was every month I went to the record shop because we used to have those. And are you talking about Reveal? Yeah, Reveal Records. My man. Oh yeah, I used to buy so much <laughs> shit from Reveal. And Reveal, go for in... those of you don't know, was a um, a record shop like a CD shop in Derby. Uh, the city in which we reside. Mm. Which, if it would... lasted now, it'd probably be actually doing all right as like a now like vinyls coming like back a in. Retro a bit. It shop might or actually something? be, yeah, yeah it might. But be. no, and they always had like obscure bands in there, and like they they like would you'd go in and they'd be playing Scar over the radio you know, over the mm. speakers and oh, stuff. Saw so various, you know, they'd have like signing sessions there. So I, I think I met We Are Scientists and Maximo Park there. Because they just rocked nice. up and no, they obviously it was it was they wasn't just bumped into them. It was a planned thing, <laughs> but like, they just have things like that, which was quite fun. Yeah, it was a good place. But anyway, I used to I used to go in and once a month I'd go in and buy a CD, and the only requisite was that I wasn't allowed to like know who it is. It'd have to be complete. So basically, just based on they used to have a little sticker on the front that like described what it was. Like you know, oh, nice. in a couple of sentences, but it was like you know just a handwritten thing on on a sticker saying what sort of music it was, and based just off that and. Honestly, subconsciously, the artwork because that was there wasn't much oh, else yeah. to go on, so I can't I can't <laughs> say I didn't do that. But then just buy one there, so that was really good fun, and I really enjoyed it at the time and found some interesting bands. But I don't remember who any of them are, so obviously didn't have that <laughs> much of an impact. So you know, I mean that is how I uh, like I um, I went in and heard like thirty seconds of Gogo Bordello and instantly went and bought it from from In Reveal. Oh, <laughs> so, Gogo you know. Bordello, yes. Um, so yeah, that was a good purchase. <laughs> Party. But I, but I, I, I had heard a song, so it wasn't like a complete mm. mystery purchase. Mm. There. So you're lying. So I am lying. You are lying. lying. <laughs> the mendacity is fucking mm. suffocating. I, I don't have anything. I'm not that. I, I grew up dirt poor, so if I wanted to buy something, it was never an impulse, and I would have to save up for it. Mm. Like when I saved up for like a month to get a second-hand copy of X-Men Mutant Academy for the PlayStation, and it's such a fucking bad game. (laughs) Yeah, it's not great. That game sucked fucking... Oh, it sucked balls. But yeah. All right, moving on. Wayne. Hello, Wayne. To answer your question about eyeshadow, because that's apparently a question you asked. Mm -hmm. Presumably snipe. Um, I I honestly don't remember. It's well, probably, anyway, probably I hate things that go near or touch my eyeballs, so I would probably go with hazard stripes to remind myself to be cautious around the area. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> Air of danger. Very nice. <laughs> um, nice. As to their question, what other historical person would you want to go on a date with, and what would you do? Oh, Pedro Pascal, and we'd eat pizza and watch horror movies. He's not a historical figure. He's literally alive right now. Yes, but was he alive yesterday? In the past, I guess this, yeah. this depends he, no, he was on, dead. on how you he was define. Dead yesterday, the Langoliers fucking ate him. Well, if we want to get into like a philosophical <laughs> perspective, like <laughs> the past, the past, the future, the present, uh, they are not real concepts. You know, it's yeah. The only time, the only thing that exists is in the now. So yeah, we we like uh, like when I brought up brought this up, I'm dead. That that me is dead. So yeah, Pedro Pascal. Is dead. Okay, I, so, I don't. And I, now, I, I mean, currently he's alive. So I'm gonna go on a date with him. We're gonna eat pizza and watch horror movies. I, I and think, he's gonna fucking bore me to death about Battlestar Galactica. I think uh, the implication is it should be someone 
who is not a current living actor? Hmm. You got anything, Matt? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Everyone in the past was probably awful. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's that like everyone because... <laughs> I can think of is a dick. Most people who who um, who who were in the past um, were pro- who did things that you like think are interesting or whatever. They're probably absolute bastards. Probably shitheads because most people in the past were shitheads. It was just the <gasps> time. Okay, okay, you know? okay, okay. I have it. I have it. Well, Eureka. Din Djarin in a galaxy. He's a fictional character. Did, they didn't say a fictional <laughs> No, they said a historical. It has to be a real person. It can't be a fictional character. <laughs> well, maybe by not definition. to you. Um, okay, Napoleon Bonaparte, because then I'd offend him by having actually washed my body. <laughs> and then I could punch him in the head. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know much about Napoleon, in all honesty. You, I'm not going to say. He basically, he liked him stinky. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe, so I want to punch him and be like, "Let people bathe you, disgusting fuck." I have stated before that the oh, um, I could, I could meet. Oh, it's going on a date with. It's not like kill. Yeah. Shit. I will <laughs> say I have stated before that the uh, the historical figure and author that I would most like to get in a headlock is H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, so, but this is a date. So <gasps> oh, oh, universal fr- uh, like happy universal friend. Public universal. Public friend. universal friend. I want to go on a date with public universal friend. Okay, <laughs> because they are they they are like one of one of the very early um, uh, examples of a like gender nonconforming non-binary individual mm. to, to the point where their name was Public Universal Friend, yeah. and I want them to be my friend, <laughs> and I think that's because really he would fun. be so. Yeah, because yeah, they're the public universal friend. So yeah, I want public universal friend. I think you know actually, I I don't know which one specifically because I'm not that up on the different on every different one. But I I feel like it could be a lot of fun to just go out for a drink with like some of the like old Greek philosophers. They'd all be oh, shitheads. They'd all get drunk and then pluck chickens and be like, yeah. behold my dick. They'd all be <laughs> shitheads, but like I imagine you'd have a bit of a you'd have a laugh with them. Which is the one that mm. was really good at that was like basically like oh yeah I'll teach you philosophy after I fuck. Power bomb you scrub. I, I he always, was like proper big wrestler boy. I, I always forget which ones are which. Yeah. Like I said, go, was that Plato or Socrates or I like, think it was Socrates actually. Yeah. I think it was him that was just like, Yeah, I don't know I should be teaching you, but I'm just gonna fucking put you in the camel clutch and make you humble. <laughs> <laughs> big fan of the Iron Sheik was um was uh, Socrates. Socrates. Like honestly it's amazing. The Socratic method was actually a kind of suplex. <laughs> 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 oh. oh yes, the humble maker. Perfect. Yes. What about you, Drumbly? I kind of just want to have, have a wrestler now that all of his moves are like just named after different philosophical things. Like he's gonna, like, oh, he's just got him in a Hegelian dialectic. <laughs> this is okay. Now I get why you never liked wrestling. <laughs> Drumbly bumbly. Um. With a cute little tumbly. I'm just really enjoying calling you that today. I'm sorry. That's I hope all you don't right. Mind. That's all right. Um, I can't think of anything funny, but maybe someone interesting. It won't be a date, but like a, you know, interesting. Maybe let's go Nye Bevan, who was is the guy who um, created the NHS. Because I thought oh, he, oh, yeah. he might be that interesting. Because like, cool. how the fuck did you get that bought off by anyone else? Yeah, <laughs> Especially right? at the time. Like, they wouldn't, if it wasn't a thing now, they wouldn't pass it now. And back then it was no. worse. Yeah. So, like... No, it's like, <laughs> I remember hearing someone say that, oh yeah, you know, if we didn't have libraries, like, and someone suggested that there's no fucking way, no, or like the fire not. department, mm. and it's like, yeah, yeah. From my understanding, the NHS got um, was allowed to be made mostly because um, 
the the government kind of just went, fuck it, we're doing it. Mm. Um, and just did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah, from from my vague mm. understanding. I may be wrong. Yeah, I, I wasn't that, alive. I would, I, I would like to have uh, another one, another okay. historical figure. Uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Hmm. She threw the first brick at Stonewall and fuck yeah, Marsha P. Johnson. We stand. So yeah, her and 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 public universal friends. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. All right. Moving on. Mina. Firstly, Hello, uh, their Mina. makeup makeup line would involve um, colours based off the goods backing the various currencies. So gold, silver, green, but then also like Doge and. Superior firepower and overclocked RTX <laughs> by 3090s, apparently. Ah, an individual of taste, I see. Um, I don't know, any time someone mentions anything to do with the blockchain, something inside me dies a I would have, I would have, like, a deep shade of, like, red that just that is just, Mom, get the camera! In capital letters. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then I'd have one that's, like, a nice deep emerald green called Willem Dafoe. Because, you know, green, okay. green goblin. Green goblin, yeah. yeah. Green okay. goblin! Their question. Their question. Mm-hmm. Tyberos, the red wake, is that known... baby boy. Huh? The baby boy. He's known to be an absurdly large space marine. He'll so be. what is the chance that he's actually Comrade Kurz's head stitched onto the body of Ferris Manus? Uh, none, because he's <laughs> Daddy Shark from the fabled Baby Shark. Um. Actually. I'm Namina. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and like. Well, actually, you. But actually, <laughs> uh, from what I understand, I think there is a bit where he himself offered himself up to be tested to prove that um, he, that like Gene Seed wasn't corrupted. So he is just a standard marine. So no, to to be to be the fun police, um, <laughs> defund the fun police. <laughs> um, or refund. So, so I, do, I, I don't think I don't think he is. Um, but he is a very big boy. He's that's a true. big baby boy. Which is is funny because the actual model of him is kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a really lovely very model. Though. Cool. I've got model, it. Though. Yeah, really cool. I used to I, I used it as my master of the Deathwing. Back mm. when I used to have a, a custom Deathwing army. Very gorgeous. Very good. But yeah. Okay. Next up, Hobby Squig. Hey, Squiggles. So their nightmarish eyeshadow palette crossover would be Heinz Saucers. So perfectly okay, matched. Yeah, you win. Okay, Hobby Perf- wins. Everyone go home. Perf- They're coming 57 bright. <laughs> yeah, well, seemingly. No, is any number apart from that, because Heinz have never done that many. Yeah, no, they are absolutely <laughs> lying. Um, but yeah, perfectly colour matched ketchup, mayo, brown sauce. Even the specific tomato sauce that they use in their baked beans. Uh, oh, like that weird orangey shit. Mm, oh. Yeah. The, 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 can, the secret, the secret to the perfectly matched color, apparently, is that every shade is made from a hundred percent concentrated, dehydrated sauce. Ah, that's disgusting. Yeah. Thanks, hobby. <laughs> could we have like maybe like a, a kind of lip gloss that's that's made to the exact shade of ketchup precom? Oh. I hate that I taught you that word. <laughs> I hate that I taught you that. <laughs> God, fucking damn it. Also, if I ever meet someone who pronounces it Preckham, I'm going to fucking clothesline them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Also, uh, in, when when the world isn't ending with fucking like global pandemics and shit, if someone says that to me in person, don't, because I'll fucking clothesline you. 
<laughs> oh my god! Someone's gonna say it to you now. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking go to go to prison for assault charges. Yeah, someone, definitely not either of us. <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? I could double clothesline the periods. I ain't give a fuck. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Squig's question: If you were an animated character in a kids' TV what do you show, mean, if okay, yeah, <laughs> what style? <laughs> what style of character would you be? So, if for example, you know, Jerry Anderson puppet, or Hanna Barbera, or Cambric Green style stop motion, or whatever. Hmm. What would your animation style be? Hmm. My animation style? I don't know. You'd be an anime character, Snipe, surely. Would I? No, I'd be like... I'd be oh, like... no, I know who I'd be, because I literally already am them. Um, there's um, Tiana, uh, I think that's her name, uh, the Doctor... Uh, from uh, the lower decks. Oh, the cat the, is literally yeah. a gender swapped cat version of me. Yeah, that is just you. She looks. She her entire expression and po and like <laughs> stance is exactly how, how I draw myself. Bit, she's a little scruffy and just done with everyone's shit. Yeah, yeah so I yeah. get. I guess that. I guess I'm a, a lower decks character. I guess because I just am <laughs> a, a lower decks. A cation. Yeah. I an anime, yeah, but look, I'd like to be a magical girl, but I know I'd be like fucking Akira or some shit. <laughs> you but... mean <laughs> you mean you'd be fucking the blob at the end of Akira? Are you calling me fat? Because oh! I mean, yeah, nice one. Dude. I'm you saying I'm eyes. assuming that's what you meant—the <laughs> no! horrific, massive, no, no, like no, 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 no. tentacles I'm to think, and I'm, arms. I'm trying to think of like an anime. You know what? I'd, I'd be, I'd, I would be like kill a kill. Like I'd be, I'd basically be like dressed like Ryoko. But I'd be shaped like Gamaguri. You'd be bit. You'd be as big in the scene as is comedically I necessary. I would be fucking big and muscular, and yeah, that yeah, killer kills for me. <laughs> what about you, Drumbum? Good question. I, I think would be... I think you'd be um, a Captain Scarlet. What about uh, an Animal was... Crossing villager? <gasps> oh, I could do that. Yeah, no, I was more be. thinking and, and like then... a. Um... Uh, Wallace and Gromit style clay <laughs> you'd be Is it, yeah, you'd be Ardman because can I be you're... like just a better version of Wallace because Wallace like isn't a good person like he's it... is he not well I don't know he just he, he's just very lazy and expects Gromit to do it, fix everything for him okay. well I mean you, you, you don't have to assume his identity no 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 but you so I kind of want to draw that now whereas like <laughs> we're all, all three of us with our cartoon sonas <laughs> that sounds very good that's a really fun question thanks yeah. alright next up Ryan Warhart hello um, Ryan I think I haven't wrote this bit down but I think they're the one who did the backwards question which I just read out backwards so I think this is the actual question of what it is <laughs> oh excellent um, what is your favourite flora or fauna from 40k squigs oh. Squigs are good. That's I love squigs. Are, yeah, are squigs related species-wise to orcs and goblins? Yes, they're part of the yeah, orcoid so ecosystem. they're yeah. like mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. So they are technically both flora, both flora and are they, are they flora. both? Yeah. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> that makes it a very good answer. They are a fungus-based life form. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, squigs would get my vote. I like squigs. Honestly... <sighs> I see. I want to vote Squigs too, but I think that's going to count as my flora. <laughs> uh, my fauna is going to be Squigs as well. Fuck it, Squigs. It, this is a Squig <laughs> heavy meta. Yeah. In this nice. house, we support Squig supremacy. All Squigs, all the way down. All the way down. Mm, Drummer Buck, what about you? Um, well, I wasn't sure, but but Ryan's answer. They they've always been fond of um, 
crotalids because teleporting mm. space crocodiles are great, and I yeah, can't I can't disagree very, with that honestly. That's a strong that's a strong choice yeah. right there. I mean, obviously the spike plants are, are great, which we did yeah, know what they were, we were yeah. very kindly told what they were called, and I've promptly forgotten. The spiker, um, <laughs> spiker, not a clever name. Yeah, they're quite fun, but yeah, teleporting <laughs> space crocodiles can't really talk yeah, that. I mean, apart from there's honestly, like, there's like a uh, an orc weapon or an orc attack that basically teleports a squig into your armor. Mm. Uh, you're which, thinking I mean, presumably of the they do shock attack gun, which teleports um, snotlings. Oh, okay, yeah. But you could you could teleport a squig. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Just jam I'm it sure in there. The same sort of DNA ish. Yeah, it's fine. You probably can't tell. Hmm. But yeah, good question. <laughs> there. Um, as for their makeup palette, they would create it would be a Star Wars planets pla- Star Wars Ooh. planets palette solely I so they could actually... make old, older on black with sparkles in it. I would actually buy that. I too actually soon. would buy too that. Too soon. No, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I, w- I would happily buy that. Yeah, that that would be. Yeah, space. Tatooine would just be a really nice, deep kind of like red sand. That if you use it, you get eye sickness. <laughs> what is it? It's not eye sickness. It's uh, eye. Pink eye. Pink eye. Yeah. 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 What? Conjunctivitis? Ugh, yeah. I would tell you about the time I got that so bad my eyes were bleeding. Yeah, Yeah. probably should mention that. No, please don't tell anyone that. I don't want to know. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If everyone could just forget the last 10 seconds, that'd be swell. Okay, if everyone could just forget the last hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) What? And just have the 25 seconds there? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Moving on. Second last question. This is a good one. I like this one. Okay. Okay. Not that not that all the other ones weren't good. Wow, you fucking shade. That, okay. Yeah, that, that came across really badly. I apologise. <laughs> um, Seppel Crave Grown. So, Hello. bit of background. I love Shakespeare, and I've just spent far, far too long and too much time over the last couple of weeks writing an academic paper about the purposes of fools in Shakespeare's drama. Hmm. So, they'd quite like to hear about Shakespeare from someone who isn't, you know, completely... In balls deep in it, for want of a better phrase. So, <laughs> tell me something you think about the writings of William Shakespeare. So, it could be something you love or something you hate, or it's fucking a- indecipherable as an Australian. <laughs> I came over here and it's like, oh yes, le- lechery. I defy lechery. There's one at the gate. I'm like, what the fuck is Toby saying? <laughs> Actually, what the fuck? This is literally, this is a prank and all of y'all have put this shit together for like magnetic fridge poetry just to trick the foreigner. Ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, one thing also, I do... Also, his, his, um, his comedies aren't funny. <laughs> nah, it's true. That is true. Um, what, one thing I, I, I like about um, Shakespeare, because I, I, I've only ever, I think I've seen like one Shakespeare play like I liked fully. Macbeth. That was I good. Think, I think Macbeth is the one I've seen. Yeah, it's good. Um, I'm not I'm not the hugest fan of Shakespeare or anything, but I, I do like how he's a good example of um, when the English language, um, its rules and existing words aren't good enough, fuck it, do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, Make it up so you look smart, and then when it's like, oh, no one understands what espidasperous means. <laughs> nerd. Bad nerd, not good um, nerd. Yeah, uh, so yeah. That, he did that, make that, up I, a lot of words that we just now use. Oh, he made up so use. many fucking yeah. words. I can't think of any examples because I don't know that much. Well, I'm pretty sure Shakespeare wasn't a word <laughs> before he was, like, around. So, you know, that was... Oof. Yeah, it's one of those things where, um, 
like I, I, I didn't. I really hated Shakespeare when I was at school. Well, no, because well, uh, you're, you're, you're made to do it. So it's, you're, yeah, you're, not yeah. only are you made to do it, but the teachers will sit there and go, "No, you need to read this with feeling," or like, "Oh no, you need to like understand that when they're talking about curtains, it's actually." talking about butt cheeks or fucking i don't know what and it's like and if you don't get it they treat you like you're fucking stupid Mm. or not paying attention at least that's my experience with shakespeare so even if you do have an inkling towards it like of liking it a lot of teachers are just such insufferable Mm. i am very smart pricks about it it can beat it out of you this is a little bit of um a little bit of a a a tangent but what a tangent on the misanthropy yeah i know um, but that that reminds me of a thing which I find which has just sort of occurred to me. So when you're at school yeah. and you're doing, say, uh, English literature stuff, I used to really like it. Um, and what I noticed, what I've just realised, is that you are quite often taught in those in those things to like interpret works of fiction. But they pretty much, at least at my school, it was always presented as no. This is what they meant, no, as opposed same. to as opposed to teaching you the actual way of reading media, which is to give a reading of it, which is mm. where you. What, what you is think... your What is your interpretation yeah. of this of this story of <laughs> I, this poem, whatever? Because I, the authors. They, the thing is, they'd say that like, what do you think the artist meant? Like, mm. what do you think John Steinbeck meant when he was talking about using these like adjectives? He was using these descriptors when he was t- talking about the streams or whatever. And you go, I think he's talking about kind of like you know um, how. Uh, the itinerant workers are uh, kind of they're trying to make a place for themselves in a world that won't slow down and let them let them breathe. No, that's wrong. They like whores <laughs> and they go to whorehouses and you're like, okay, <laughs> fuck me, I guess. Mm. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just one of those things where you know uh, there is there is that that kind of attitude where people think that um, the meaning of media is like a puzzle that you, that there's a solution to mm. all the time. And well, it's like everything is deliberate. It's like no speaking yeah. as a creator. Sometimes I'm just like fuck yeah, that made me look smart. Total accident. <laughs> and quite o- and quite often there isn't. There's multiple ways of interpreting it. And even the intention of the author into something is not the only way to read a work of fiction. Mm. There's plenty of things that exist. Um, like uh, a good example would be um, John. Um, Fucking um, George Romero, not John Romero. Uh, jo- <laughs> no, let's talk about John Romero. <laughs> George Romero has stated on multiple occasions that there is no like anti-consumerist message intended in Dawn of the Dead. Well, that's how I read it. But so... that is a real common reading of it because it, the messaging is just right there in front of Whether you. Whether he intended it or not, that's yeah, that's what it ticks a lot of the boxes for anti-consumerism. And I don't know, I don't know how you, how you Other do people it. People can disagree. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just fe- it, it feels like. Um, when you go through the when you go through school, it doesn't particularly prime you very well for understanding how to interpret if, media. It's almost as if school isn't really meant to educate you. It's just to kind of make it so that you can understand factory instructions and not die. Yeah, kind or of. you know, provide meat for the military industrial complex. Yeah. Uh, you know. It depends. It varies. Anyway, um, I saw a really <laughs> tiny fucking dog the other day that Wib and I were freaking out about after we walked past the person because this dog was like six inches off the ground. They were a puppet kind of. Uh, but we, we do need to ask Matt what he thinks about Shakespeare. Yeah, Drama, what do you think about Shakespeare? Well, now that we've ruined the we've poison I quite, the well. <laughs> I did have something to say, but it's because, coincidentally, like the night before I read this email question, 
I've started reading a book by Bill Bryson, hmm. if you know the author, and he's he wrote oh. a book about what we know about Shakespeare. So oh. the point of the the point that Grome was trying to make is that well. I would really, really appreciate hearing someone talk about Shakespeare who doesn't think of themselves as an expert. And none of your trio gives me the impression that you could rattle off 50 intelligent sounding comments on Shakespeare without engaging your brain. But okay, now, fucking wow. <laughs> but now wow. I've read this book, I'm just like, well, a really interesting thing I think about Shakespeare is that, like, you know, you don't really know that much about him. Like, his birth date's pr- like, e- like, educated guest, but they don't quite know. Like, they don't really know how he spelt his name because he's only signed, they've got like, six or seven or twelve i can't remember a low number of signatures <laughs> from him and he spelt it differently every single time <laughs> yeah, but I have heard. this isn't What's the thing that, that they wanted listen? to hear because i've just read about this in a book so like they didn't want to hit they wanted to hear what i thought about it before and i can't answer that anymore oh, because I I have, okay, actually... let me let me give you let me give you a proper answer shakespeare's hard to read <laughs> i have actually uh, heard that there's um there's a uh, i think i've mentioned them before there's a youtuber called kyle calgaron who does a, a series called um brows held high and he's mm. done a lot of videos on shakespeare which uh, I've, you know, it, I find it interesting watching people talk about things that they're passionate about, even if I personally don't really care yeah. about them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, and so, I mean, I, that's why you married me. You don't care about <laughs> anything I like. <laughs> that's only forty percent true. Wow! <laughs> I honestly expected that to be way higher. So yeah. go me, go me. Nice. Um, but yeah, I remember watching a video that was talking about that, about how um, our conception of Shakespeare is actually not really based very much on the person himself, because we don't know much about no. Shakespeare. We just have this conception of him in a public allerg- consciousness. I know that he was allergic to honey roast ham. He was not. I made that. Yeah, up. I was going to say that was yeah. that was something you just made up. No, you just didn't like it. That was also something you made up. Mm, I yeah. know that he met uh, he met an angel and a devil though once. That was pretty cool. I don't think he did. Well, I mean, you can't prove that he didn't. I know because I can't prove that either of those things exist. Nah. I mean, get technical. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so and it's yeah, an interesting sorry question. We, sorry, um, we fucking ruined your clever ruse of. I want to hear stupid people talk about something clever. <laughs> so sorry about that and plus i'm the only stupid one here see the mats tm they're well, not stupid well no i'm just gonna, like, and you shouldn't call yourself stupid. i don't think, it does yourself a disservice to call i don't yourself. think the word stupid is a particularly negative term it's loaded with, with it connotation like i would say you two are knowledgeable and more intelligent more intellectually capable than i am which doesn't make you better or worse than me. I am merely a British man with the self-confidence that comes with that. And so I sound <laughs> like I know what I'm talking about. Okay. But either way... I don't. I just have the confidence to sound like well, I do. Yeah, any fucking, like, any English white dude who talks with authority, the internet's going to go, hmm, yes, I mm. agree, yes. There's the whole reactionary subset of YouTube that's built around that. Yeah, it's like, hey, everyone, <laughs> did you know that, like, if you eat a lot of edamame, you can fly? Yeah. See, if, if I say that, no one listens, but if you two say that, yeah. everyone's going to start eating edamame. If Red Ed- Bull says it, they make a billion dollar empire. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Edamame. Edamame. Sounds like something Mario likes. <laughs> Now, what? <laughs> Max, right. uh, questions. Shall we move on to the very last question? Yes, last we should. question. So, Brandon, Star Trek Hello, question, Brandon. but it's directed <gasps> towards all of us, not just not just Web. That's a very nice concession you've made, Brandon. <laughs> so we know it was originally meant for Web, but then you were like, "Oh fuck, she will go off if I don't make it." Okay, <laughs> so thank you. Okay, the question is: pick a Star Trek series. One actor stays, 
The rest are replaced by Muppets. Okay, this is a winning thing regardless, mm. and I'm going to say <laughs> DS9. Yeah. Wh- yeah, which series and which actor? DS9 and uh, Cisco's the only one that isn't um, a Muppet. You see, Have I just stolen that idea? Stro- that's, that's strong. That's strong. That's, that's good. That's strong, because... Because Benjamin motherfucking Cisco. I think the thing is because DS Nine is what is the series that probably most effectively handles darker topics. So yeah, is but the then one you throw where, Muppets into that, where the dissonance <laughs> is so great, and mm. there is a few episodes where um, there is a good platform um, for Cisco. Um, do you feel that I'm like by doing this, I might be underlining some of the important social issues that they wanted to be, they wanted to discuss? Because I've just realised that, and I'm mortified at myself. <laughs> no, I, I no, pick, no, no, I, no, no, no. I, I pick um, fucking shit. So, so there's some definite things that could work out really, really well in the pale moonlight. That could be great, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also kind of just want the original series, <laughs> but the only person Let who isn't a Muppet. Is Kirk because he's already a fucking muppet? Yeah, fair. <laughs> William already... Shatner is anyway. Yeah, he's already stuffed full of fucking cotton wool. <laughs> what would you go for, Matt? <laughs> oh, I, I, I would go next generation. Riker stays because he'd walk over all the muppets like he's trying to get onto a chair. <laughs> okay, drum and Matt wins. <laughs> no, no. What about if Data was the only normal actor? Because he's a muppet flip over because, the fucking chair. Because then, da- actually, yeah, watching a muppet do that'd be really, <laughs> that'd be really funny. <laughs> they just be, yeah, throw yeah, it yeah. over the chair. Yeah, just throw him over a chair, and then like there'd be like another puppet that's like on the puppeteer's arm already that just like pops up, pops up his... with his legs crossed. Yeah. Um, because Data talking about wanting to be more human and then having Muppets describe how to be more human to him. Yeah, but then he'd have to fuck Tashigar as a Muppet. I see zero issue with this. I see several issues with this. Well, the episode where Tasha dies is going to be fucking rough if it's a Muppet. Yeah, but after uh, after Data's like, had sex with it, that's okay. You know, all of these are very solid and I'm very upset that we won't be getting them mm. now. Oh, that's a great <laughs> fucking question, though. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I do want to see the Muppet just yeeted over the back of a chair yeah. and then just. But yeah, every uh, every TOS character but Spock would probably also work. I think well, that would be good because he's well. so po-faced. He's yeah. so like you know, like, mm, yes, that would be real cool. Yeah, he wouldn't react to it at all. <laughs> no, he probably he... like he'd no, just be like, hmm, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> but all the tribbles would be fun though, wouldn't they? And you don't have to do it to Enterprise because every character is also already a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. They are crude facsimiles of characters um, that are caricatured to an extreme that makes them uh, a, f- a focus of fun. Okay. Enterprise isn't very good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I still <laughs> want to watch Data having sex with a puppet tachyon. You do know that in the episode in which... Oh, it's that, full frontal nudity. You happens. see it all. Cinemax times ten. Ooh, sexy. You do not see anything. You do. You don't. Yeah, you do. Data does not drop trowel and then... He does. ...spool out his Robocop. Yeah, and then he's, like, on the <laughs> pump, like... Like, blowing it up, and he's like, what kind of D... Like, not DPI, that's dicks per inch. Uh, no! I'm just... My brain was just... <laughs> 
Just visualize that for me, because apparently my life is a constant fight between my my mind and my brain, and how we want to destroy each other. I feel that I should just mention something. Is it to is you. it is it PPI? Because that makes what are you talking about? Pressure per inch. PSI. PSI. Pounds I, I per like square inch. No, no, this is PPI now because okay. it's PPS. <laughs> I. <laughs> so. Uh. Just because just talking about dicks, I just want to mention something that I got sent on Twitter. Oh, uh, I'm Christ. Really, I'm really sorry to the person that sent this. I don't... I, I, I can't remember um, your name offhand, because um, I didn't plan on talking about this. Um, but speaking of dicks... Yeah, oh, no, no, That's literally. usually me saying that. What uh, the hell? They, made, they, they put up a video uh, on, on YouTube, and they sent it to me, um, of that somebody they they bought some um rogue trader beakies off ebay and when they got them they they looked at the shoulder pad on one of them and it like that looks like a tiny dick oh no that looks like a tiny dick. Ah, maybe maybe it's just it's just the way it's drawn and then they got what the rocket launcher one and no it was a big fucking cock (laughs) with jizz splats And down the leg was written, I think it was the ejaculator. <laughs> and then there was another one that he pulled out where they'd got, I think it it was supposed to be a woman bent oh, over. Oh, Christ, okay. Like, I I think it was, it was um, not, I don't think it was supposed to be, but it kind of looked like she just had, uh, just opening her butthole wide. Uh, they'd spent a lot of time drawing this, and it had, I think, down the leg, <laughs> Fanny Fighter written. <laughs> Which is, good. I, good. I, I mean, so uh, yeah, I talk about dicks a lot, and I like a lot to the point where I feel the the, uh, the you know the medical community would very much like to study me, um, and I can't help but feel that's a tad excessive. I feel that I, I wouldn't make a dick wielding army. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, they they I did mean, a remarkably good job at painting a dick and an entire. Naked body that small, yeah. But um, I'm okay. not sure why they did it. Um, and this will, wasn't shown yeah. on the eBay listing or whatever it was. It was it was not visible because they just looked like beakies because it was on the shoulder pads <laughs> and stuff. So they just thought, like, oh, they're just just an old eighties paint job, like whatever. Apparently, um, the old bait and bait and switch. Apparently, <laughs> the seller had he wasn't the one that painted them, or at least that's what he says. Um, <laughs> and and let he, me send you my dick beakies. Honestly, they they're not mine. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably put put I'll um, retweet them on Twitter or something um, when I, when I when we post this so that people can see this. Jesus thing. I like it how you <laughs> deliberately off- you didn't tell me until now, and now I'm going to be obsessed with this for the next month. I will show I will show you the I video. I am hyper fixated on. I will this show right you now. the video afterwards. Thank um, you. But yeah, but uh, for now, podcast over. Podcast is mm-hmm. over. I need to go look at the beaky dicks. I need to go look at the ejaculator. Yeah. Oh, God, I said that out loud now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that's not a podcast title already. Snipe needs to look at the ejaculator. <laughs> because I do. Anyway, uh, so thank you very much for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, it's It's been lovely chatting, and we hope that you have a lovely time. 
out in the world. And I, I'm going to say out in the woods. Out in the woods. Which is where our main our main demographic is wood dwellers. It's, it's like crazed bushmen. <laughs> crazed Fucking bushmen. love this channel. Like, they love this podcast. Get just onto the edge of civilization to pick up a Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. Download the podcast and then scurry back off. Yeah, into the night. <laughs> into the night. So thank you. Thank you, bush people. We appreciate your listenage. <laughs> Um, so until next time, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Fucking bush people.